I have the opinion of the Court in Case 16402, Carpenter versus United States. Cell phones work by continuously scanning their environment, picking up signals from the nearest cell site. Cell sites are antennas, usually on towers, but sometimes on buildings, flagpoles, even church steeples. If you have a smartphone or something similar, it taps into the wireless network several times a minute, whether you're using one of its features or not, so long as the power is on. Every time the phone connects to a cell site, it generates a time-stamped record known as cell site location information, or CSLI. CSLI will show that your phone, which usually means you, was near that cell site at a particular time. Phone companies collect that information for their own purposes, currently retaining it for up to five years. That means that anyone with access to CSLI can track your movements over a period of several years. Now, in this case, the police suspected Timothy Carpenter of participating in the armed robbery of several Radio Shack and, ironically enough, T-Mobile stores. They knew his cell phone number and applied for court orders, but not search warrants, to get from his phone company the CSLI for the period during which the robberies took place. Altogether, the government was able to obtain some 13,000 location points cataloging Carpenter's movements over 127 days, more than 100 location points per day. Sure enough, the CSLI placed Carpenter, as the prosecutor told the jury, right where the robberies were at the exact time of the robberies. He was convicted and sentenced to over 100 years. The Fourth Amendment protects the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures. Our cases have said that its basic purpose is to safeguard the privacy and security of individuals against arbitrary invasions by government officials and to prevent too permeating police surveillance. Now, there are two major issues that have to be addressed in applying the Fourth Amendment to CSLI. The first is, how can you say that your privacy is invaded by a record of where you've been in public? We think the answer is that there is a difference between where you are at any particular moment in public and a record of where you've been every day, every moment, over several years. Now, in the past, the government could track you at most for a few days with the great expenditure of resources. But with CSLI, our cell phones become like ankle monitors, enabling near-perfect surveillance at nearly no expense. And the government does not have to decide in advance that they want to track you. It can comb through the database of records and find out what you were doing years earlier. We think that allowing government access to these location records, which can reveal what one of our cases called the privacies of life, enables all-encompassing government surveillance of the sort that troubled the drafters of the Fourth Amendment. Even though the records primarily reveal where you were in public, that does not mean that there is no privacy interest in the detailed chronicle of your movements over time. Now, the government argues that you have no privacy interest in CSLI because it's not yours. It belongs to the phone company. Our cases have said, for example, that you have no privacy interest in your financial records if you've turned them over to your bank. And you have no privacy interest in the phone numbers you dial 
because you turn those over to the phone company to make a call. This is known as the third-party doctrine. It is an important principle, and we do not mean our decision today to undermine it as it has been applied. But CSLI is not just another business record. It's not just a phone number that you dialed. There's an enormous difference between such things and a comprehensive record of your movements over time casually collected by phone companies. We think that your privacy interest in such a record compiled from, compiled from the use of your phone is not defeated simply because the record is held by your phone company. An individual retains a reasonable expectation of privacy in the CSLI corresponding to his cell phone number, and law enforcement must generally get a warrant to access that information. When Felix Frankfurter wrote an opinion 75 years ago trying to apply apply old precedents to airplanes and radio devices, he wrote that the court must tread carefully so as not to, as he put it, embarrass the future. We appreciate that warning and the warnings of our informed dissenting colleagues and emphasize that our decision today is a narrow one. We do not call into question conventional surveillance techniques, nor do we address other business records that might incidentally reveal location information. We express no view on other collection methods involving foreign affairs or national security. And exceptions to the warrant requirement that apply elsewhere apply here, such as the exception for exigent circumstances when the police are pursuing a fleeing suspect or protecting individuals threatened with imminent harm. But as Justice Brandeis explained in a famous dissent that later became law concerning the then-new technology of wiretapping, this Court is obligated, as subtler and more far-reaching means of invading privacy have become available to the government, to ensure that the progress of science does not erode Fourth Amendment protections. Here, the progress of science has afforded law enforcement a powerful new tool to carry out its important responsibilities. At the same time, this tool risks government encroachment of the sort the framers, after consulting the lessons of history, drafted the Fourth Amendment to prevent. We decline to grant the state unrestricted access to a wireless carrier's database of physical location information. In light of the deeply revealing nature of CSLI, its depth, breadth, and comprehensive reach, and the inescapable and automatic nature of its collection, the fact that such information is gathered by a third party does not make it any less deserving of Fourth Amendment protection. The government's acquisition of the cell site records here was a search under that amendment. The judgment of the Court of Appeals is reversed, and the case is remanded for further proceedings consistent with this opinion. Justice Kennedy has filed a dissenting opinion in which Justices Thomas and Alito have joined. Justice Thomas has filed a dissenting opinion. Justice Alito has filed a dissenting opinion in which Justice Thomas has joined. Justice Gorsuch has filed a dissenting opinion.